Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. It's all brought to you by Active Wealth Management. You can go to annuity360.net for your free book. Ford, thank you. Is It is proving to be a good thing because the playoffs are in full effect. And as for you Philly fans that have jumped in on the pod, cope harder. I'm sorry. Luck does play a role both for the Phillies in game one even for the Braves in game two as the odds were stacked against them. And Lindsey Crosby, I am emotionally spit after this victory in Atlanta. That was the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in the span of like three innings. Absolutely nuts. Just a scenario where Atlanta is getting no hit through five innings and then they turn around and win the game. And it, it's... Body language, like it's nothing but body language. This yeah. team looked like they were done after five innings. And all it took was a little bit of luck turning the other way. Ronald Acuna Jr. gets hit by a pitch that broke a little bit too far. He gets on first base. Mm. Ozzie Albies gets a single up the line. And I mean, it's it just, it's little things like that. When we, when I said on Saturday that the Phillies, like I talked about the luck. And everybody in the comments, all the Phillies fans, were like, Bryce LaHarper was lucky to hit a home run. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying every single bounce and decision and everything worked out for the Phillies on Saturday and didn't work for the Braves. And in this game, you saw some of the bounces go Atlanta's way, especially late, and that was the difference. Look at that ninth inning, the very how the game end. Michael Harris makes a leaping catch against the wall for the second out. The throw comes in, gets past Orlando RC, is rolling on the ground to the infield. But Austin Riley's there. He barehands it, makes a throw to first base to get the out. It was lucky that Austin Riley was in the position to get it and that he was able to make the play. That's what we're talking about when we talk about luck. Everybody wants to believe that baseball is just who is better, and that's not how it works. You have to have the right bounces you have to have things work out in your favor. It didn't on Saturday. It didn't early in this game for the Braves, but they got some lucky bounces late and were able to take the victory. So it is a tied series heading to Philadelphia for Wednesday and Thursday. And big question is, can Atlanta uh, go in, go into Citizens Bank Park and win some games? We'll get to that in a second. I know you want to get through some stuff from this game first. Well, the first thing I want to get to is you and I have said before, we've got to get production out of the catching spot. And that's exactly what Darno did. You sent a surprising stat that I did not know about postseason Darno. Apparently, uh, if I'd have saw that stat ahead of time, I'd have said that we never should have started Murphy in the first place. Uh, However, uh, we did. And I think that was more for defensive reasons, just because Philadelphia is so aggressive on the base pass that you need that arm that they have now. They were a little less aggressive tonight. Now, a lot of that had to do with Freed being a lefty. But once it... The pin came in. I'm really shocked that we didn't see more out of the Phillies as far as taking bases. They're still doing that thing where when it's as soon as the ball hits the dirt, they're taking off and taking their chances. However, Darno at the plate grabs a home run and essentially kind of uplifts Atlanta and the crowd. By the way, the crowd completely. I still I still tend to tend to stay with this. The crowd has been dead up until that point, and that includes Game One all the way up until now. The only time they weren't dead in game one was when they were throwing crap on the field yeah. after a, a, a turned out to be correct um, call for catcher's interference. But no, so 
The Travis Darno thing, he's done well against Zach Wheeler in his career, right? So that's why he got the start. He's also done right. really well catching Max Freed. But Travis Darno is also tied for second place in most home runs as a catcher in postseason history. The two guys ahead of him, he has 10. The two guys ahead of him, Jason Veritek and Jorge Posada with 11. So Travis Darno's done this a bit, right? And like this is the kind of thing we've talked about all in the back half of the year. The catchers have struggled to, to get offense to have production, and Travis Darno comes through. And was it a little bit of luck that that pitch was an, was an elevated fastball but still in the zone? Yes, that was luck. The Braves were lucky that Zach Wheeler missed his spot. And so the Braves get a home run, one-run game, Wheeler leaves, and then from that point, Atlanta does better against some of the relievers than they did on Saturday, and they do better than they had been doing against Wheeler. So there's another thing where luck kind of goes different directions. Philly fans, I just, you guys, you won the game on Saturday, and you guys were all butthurt that we talked about how luck plays a role in these things. Jeez. <laughs> it's absolutely like, hilarious. It's, it's, it's uh... sad is what it is. <laughs> Is is uh, it's almost like they feel like they've been given they they've been slighted. We're not we're not discounting the athleticism of the Phillies. The Phillies are a great ball club. They have a great lineup. Bryce Harper has been absolutely fantastic up until the last inning of this game, where he took a chance and his luck ended up running out. I do need to say this: we got to thank our our sponsor Ford Stokes as uh, couldn't be a better fit for what we're doing right now. Ford and the founder and president. Active Wealth, he's the host of Active Wealth Show on AM 920. The answer, the author of the informative book, Annuity 360, our new primary sponsor, by the way. He's the best part of this is Ford wants to give each and every one of you a free gift. Why not do that? We're coming up on Christmas. Why not? His book, Annuity 360, all you got to do is go to annuity360.net, provide your contact info, and he's going to send you that complimentary copy of that book. It's important to note Ford and his team, Active Wealth, they specialize in assisting pre-retirees and retirees. And Ford and his team are also eager to assist you and make the most of your financial resources. By the way, registered investment advisor, Brookstone Capital Management, they manage a remarkable eight and a half billion with a B dollars in assets. That's the kind of stability that you want on your financial journey. Again, Ford, thank you. Go grab that book. Annuity360.net is where you can find all of that information. Lindsay, as uh, we talk about luck, and I will say, Austin Riley down two strikes on him as well. He ends up putting the barrel of the bat on the ball and lifting it over 400 feet because he was able to grab a fastball and he was a little out in front, but it still, it paid dividends. So again, not saying that the Braves are lucky. However, that ball took a great turn for the better for the Braves. Yeah. I mean, like for that pitch to be on the inner third down just below the waist, like that's, that's kind of, that's kind of his money zone. That's kind of where he wants that pitch to be able to pull it and get it out and to do a, get a one-handed home run like that. You know, that's something, honestly, you want to talk about luck. If it was 10 degrees colder, that ball goes 370 feet instead of 376 and is not a home run. Like, right. you want to talk about luck, there you go. But, no, it's, it's just, this is something, this offense was too good to be completely shut down. And, like, it, it's not, at the end, this is still not a, a, moral victory for Atlanta. You came back and you won the game, but you also had a 14 inning scoreless streak where you were no hit in the back third of it. Like it's still not a great outing, but it's good to know that this team can put together some at bats and can find their way to a victory 
when like when they're on the ropes and you have to have it. And so like Austin Riley getting that home run, obviously big deal, gives Atlanta a lead and then turning around and making that play in the the top of the ninth inning to end the game. Again, another example where things broke better for Atlanta than they had so far in this series. There was a moment very beginning of the game. Max Freed throws some very good-looking curveballs that don't get the calls on the on the edges of the zone. So he starts having to throw in the middle of the zone, and you see Philly start teeing off on him. Like when we, I actually tweeted out during the game some overlays where Max Freed didn't get these play these calls, and then Zach Wheeler got the same pitches called as strikes. And it's like there's another example of luck not quite working out, and there's a lot of other factors than play. Max was throwing curveballs to Wheeler's fastballs and lefty versus righty and all of that stuff. But the point is, the luck evened out in the back half of the game. And so what I think is the better team was able to rally and win the game. And so now we go to Citizens Bank Park tied at one game apiece. Atlanta needs to win at least one of those games to force a game five. And you and I were texting back and forth and going back and forth in the chats. And that's another thing. When you get back to Freed a little bit, Everybody is wanting to pile on Freed for not having a great start or going 18 innings without having a regular season start. He actually didn't do a bad job of pitching. If you go back and you look at his numbers and what he put in the zone, if you just want to go take the umpire out of it and put the zone in there and how well he did, I think he did fine. I told you, and I this is what I texted to the group, is I said, here's the thing. is when he's coming in with his fastball, he's going – waist below and they're looking to go the other way with it and doing fine if he would elevate that just a little bit where they can't catch up to it like wheeler was doing to the braves i think he would have had just a little bit more success braves fans aren't going to want to hear this and phillies fans probably aren't either but like it could have been worse right like like Mm. max freed forces philly to go two for five with runners in scoring position and he strands seven batters in four innings like it yeah it wasn't great that he gave up a couple runs but it could have been a lot worse i remember a playoff game in 2020 where atlanta goes down what 10 nothing in the first inning mm-hmm. i mean this could have been much worse than it was and so credit to max for battling the best he could for understanding he didn't have his exact location he also didn't have the benefit of the doubt on getting these calls and making it where it wasn't he worked around where he was lacking so that he could uh, pitch as long as he could and do as well as he could. Like, that's credit to Max. This is not, you usually don't see him struggle like this. Right. And like you said, it's his, it's his, first, it's his first outing in essentially 20-something days. It makes sense he'd be a little bit rusty. Combine that with not getting those calls, and that's why you see the struggles. But he got through it okay, and Atlanta had a chance to win because Max kept it close. If this game is 8 nothing, 9 nothing late, I don't think Atlanta comes back and wins this game. But the but it was only like it, it was a much smaller lead. It was a a four-run lead and Atlanta was able to chip away and ultimately win the game because Max kept it close. Lindsay, did the bats now wake up from what we saw from the sixth inning on? Do we see a different Braves team now that maybe a little confidence? Because I've said before that, and and I'm not the only one that said it. It's been Tim Kirchin has said it, Buster Olney has said it. That week off has 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 genuinely hurt the number one seeds, and it looks like it's hurt them offensively because they're not used to seeing live pitching. Regardless of what they say about inter squad games and all that, it's a whole different ball game when you've got a 
potential Cy Young winner throwing against you out there as opposed to guys throwing practice pitches. And I will point out that like the offense did get better throughout this game, right? Like, like uh, Zach Wheeler had 10 strikeouts. Seven of them were his first time through the order. The mm-hmm. next time through the order is when Atlanta started getting uh, the bat on the ball, was was getting more uh, balls in play to get outs. And then the third time through is when they start picking up those hits. So the right. offense started getting better. But getting the big hits, getting the home runs, getting the, the, the shot up the line like Ozzy did, I think that was the mental lift that Atlanta needed because they – it was obvious from their body language. They felt defeated. They felt like, wait, we're not going to be able to do this. And they they got, they they did it. And mm. so I feel like you're, you have a better chance now with your offense. Now, what's scary, scary, is you have to go to, to Philly and you have to take on Aaron Nola, who is a very good pitcher, and you do not have the pitching advantage like you had in game one mm. where you had Spencer Strider going out and being fantastic. We don't know. The Braves have not announced their plans for game three, the thought process is possibly Bryce Elder. Thought process is possibly something like an AJ Smith Shaver, some right. combination of that we may see. Uh, but a scenario where you can't rely on the bullpen too heavily because you do have another game to play on Thursday. So I think the bats will do better. I think the offense is kind of seeing, hey, like we're not like we don't have all of the bad luck in the world. Like we can still do this a bit. Mm. And so I think the bats are going to do better. The question is, are they going to do it soon enough and often enough to t- carry the Braves to a victory over a good pitcher like Aaron Nola? I don't know. Ultimately, it was today. It was not on Saturday. Let's see what happens on Wednesday. Crazy ending as uh, you see a vet in Bryce Harper misread a ball. Maybe he's taking the gamble that Harris II second's not going to catch it. And that's why he's doing that, because he's thinking he can score from first. However, it ends up biting him in the rear end, and that closes out the game just because of, like you said, even an overthrow, Riley's where he needs to be, and they end up doubling him up to end the ballgame. Yeah, that's something, like, I understand taking that calculated risk if you're Bryce Harper, right? I do, too. So all the Phillies fans that are wanting to jump on him for being stupid on that, I totally think that that was a great call on his part. It ended up backfiring on him. However numbers probably show that most center fielders don't make that grab. Yeah, and and it's it's something where, like, kind of on that exact note, that is, I feel like for the most part, that is a, a scenario where that play, I just pulled it up while we're talking, that is an expected batting average of 610 on that play. So 61 times out of 100, that ball lands for a base hit. Yep. It's actually a home run in five different parks, believe it or not. So that's a scenario where he played the odds. He said the 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 benefit of me scoring the run and tying the game is significantly more than the possibility of them catching it and me not being able to get back. He still almost got back. He, he did. almost was safe even with the like even with committing fully to running at the crack of the bat. So it was a smart it was the correct decision from Bryce Harper. As far as the game situation was concerned, it just didn't work out. And again, this is where luck comes in because if Austin Riley's not right there, then he is he is safe at first, and they they are not done. They are not dead. They have, I believe, they would have Bryson Stott coming up, who already had I think two hits in this game. Right. So, you know, it's it's another example where luck in this case worked out in Atlanta's favor and not in Philly's favor. 
And as I and I, I texted somebody earlier before we came on the pod, and I said, not just the catching of the ball that was a big deal, the fact that he kept his feet after he hit the wall. If mm-hmm. he if he hits the ground, Harper's back easily. That's yeah. not a double play whatsoever. Even with a good throw in, it's not a double play if he if he doesn't keep his feet. So uh, let me ask you this: Is uh, can the Braves grab one of two in Philly in order to at least grab a game five back in Atlanta? Because with the crowd waking up, the bats waking up, if this goes five, I like Atlanta's chances. You have to feel that they have a good po- a good chance of taking a game four. If you look at the way the schedule is going to work out, you're going to get Spencer Strider on regular rest. The Phillies are going to go the same thing that they did on Saturday. They're going to have Ranger Suarez, who has not been as good at home as he's been on the road, right. as Philly fans told us. In the in the comments, I'm using your own words here, guys. Um, and a scenario where it will be the second game in two days. So even if Atlanta loses game three behind mystery starter, who we don't know yet, you still have to like the ability to win game four with Spencer Strider to then get a game five at home in what should be a much better atmosphere than you saw Saturday night and then you saw tonight. So I... I like the Braves' chances of winning at least one of these games. I still don't think the Braves are going to win them both. It just feels to me like Philadelphia is its a really tough ballpark to play in. Everybody says the playoff atmosphere in that ballpark is one of the best in baseball. I just don't, especially not knowing who the pitcher will be for Game 3, it doesn't feel like Atlanta is going to go out and win them both. But I like the chances of winning one and forcing a Game 5 in Atlanta where you... Assuming his finger came out okay, you would have Max Freed available for a game five. As I've said before, we don't know. We're in a glass case of emotion, and the one reason being is because when we go to Philly, if the bats have finally awakened that the Braves did from the sixth inning on, Mm -hmm. I've said numerous times it is not the pitching with the Braves. Even Lindsey said that. It's always the hitting of the Braves. And if the Braves end up putting up five, six, seven runs – they can play with anybody, regardless of it's National League or American League. They are always tough to beat. Yeah, the Braves pitching has been good enough. To, it doesn't feel like it, I know. But the Braves pitching has been good enough to win in both games. You look at tonight, the Braves give up a grand total of nine hits, four runs on nine hits. You go back to the game um, on Saturday. The Braves give up, what is it, six hits, three runs? I mean, it's mm-hmm. not, it's good pitching performances. Atlanta's bullpen has come through in just about every single scenario. Pierce Johnson has looked good twice. Yeah. Rizal Iglesias has looked good twice. AJ Minters looked good one of those two times. And so, like, it's the pitching's been good enough. It's the hitting. And that's been so good for so long that I've got to think it's going to, it's more likely to be there than to not be there. I am. I I was sitting on the dumps at the beginning of the game. I started semi moving up towards the middle of the game, and then my wife made fun of me because I was walking around the living room at the end of the game to make sure. Because I don't know why, but sitting apparently doesn't do it. So maybe I should just start standing up at the first of the game before it's all said and done with. So uh, looking forward to it. Lindsay, as always, I greatly appreciate it, man. It is uh, brought to you by Active Wealth as uh, Ford and the guys at Active Wealth really taking care of us. Be sure to go to annuity360.net for your free book. Lindsay, as always, I greatly appreciate it. And chop on, brother. Chop on.